0: Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, Bob Stapleton here. Let's face it, nobody likes pain, or at least nobody that I know likes pain, and particularly the kind of pain that happens in organizations that impacts and affects their employees and associates. So there's our topic. We explore the sources and implications of organizational pain, and probably more importantly, what leaders and HROD professionals must do to address the pain that an organization is experiencing so in today's episode, you'll learn while ignoring the pain almost never works. We'll take a look at what does work and doesn't work in managing the pain. And hopefully at the end, you'll get some practical tips on tactics to address the people impact of organizational pain. So let's get started. Come in, grab a snack. Welcome.
1: Good morning, Bob.
0: Good morning, Joyce. How are you today?
1: You know, I am I think, I don't know, but I think I'm pretty good. I yeah. have a lot of crazy stuff going on, but what I love is how I look forward to our conversations. So I hope our listeners do as well, because I, I find them to be refreshing and it's fun to think together. Yeah,
0: well, you know, we, we say to our audience, the world, um, You know, come in, grab a snack. Uh, welcome. I feel the same way about it for you and I. Yeah. I, I yeah. love this space, this vessel that we. Yeah, brought. and I
1: just, I, I just, um, a you out there. We're doing this because we want to support bold work because our world is such a mess. And in any way that we can help leaders or systems mm-hmm. be healthier and set an example for what could be, we want to do it. So yell, go to our Facebook page. Um, Write to our email address. Is that what they can do?
0: They can do that.
1: Yeah, and tell us either I want to come on and tell you how wrong you are, <laughs> or and how impossible it is, or to share a success. We would love that. Well, it's and, go well, ahead. Well, I was
0: just going to say it. It what I find remarkable uh, is how often I'll get off of our podcast and I'm like did I really believe that? Or, uh, you know, how strongly, you know, I kind of said something, but, uh, you know, so I think the point is we kind of lay our thoughts and our assertions out there, but a lot of times we want to hear from those that just want to throw up over it.
1: <laughs> or or we'd, we'd like to course correct. And in fact, yeah. we just, we just were guests on a podcast. And afterwards I had those cringe moments that you have. And I wrote and said, please remove these two statements I made. I don't stand by them and I don't like them. So we will try to do that here as well. But we don't want to kill informality.
0: No, no, that's the the absence of of informality would uh, not make it as fun and enjoyable. And I think in terms of uh, learning.
1: Uh, I I sure hope so. But guess what? Here's my topic. I was thinking Give about me topic And I'm... Okay. Pain in organizations.
0: Mm.
1: And the reason... Here's why it came up. You know how I have a new leadership model for the world. Yeah. And you and I once did a leadership workshop where we posted different leadership models and told people to cherry pick and create their own for their own development. But I once worked with the executive committee to say, what are the attributes that are never measured or never used in development, but that are true at being at the very top? And they said, sometimes knowing, creating pain in the organization, being aware that you're creating pain be aware that you can accelerate it or de-accelerate it if you're lucky. And can you, as the CEO live with it? Yeah. And uh, you have to be able, and in that sense, it's like parenting, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I hate to do this. I hate to give you pain. I hate to have you hate me. And, but for the good of you and your future life or for the good of the company, I have to create some pain.
0: Yeah.
1: And then what do you do?
0: Well, I'll give you, and we'll kind of jump in. So uh, you kind of gave it from the CEO or the top leader's perspective. Yeah, I think oftentimes HROD um, takes on the role of assessing where the pain is and trying to heal it uh, or fix it. Mm-hmm. And, Red
1: Cross, here we come. Yeah,
0: well, and we're all good people. I mean, I always yeah. say I love working in HR. People have, you know, good souls, good hearts. Uh, yeah. Uh, great intention. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think I'd like to riff about wh- as an ODHR leader, h- how do you uh,
1: address pain in your organization or not? Well, and my first response to that is you yourself have to know that there is pain. Yeah. And you have to not shut yourself off from feelings just because you're gonna do something hard. And there was one um, top executive where right before he had to do a tough termination, I said, this is gonna be tough, isn't it? And he said, that's not what I need to hear right now. (laughs) And I felt like a jerk. He said, I need to to be, um, you know, cheered on. Yeah this is right, go get it, do it, do it well. And instead I said, oh, this is gonna be difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Now that is a sappy HR comment. Yeah. That was my being overly sentimental. When we talk about compassion and empathy and all that, uh, that was me being sentimental. It wasn't at all what he needed to hear at that time. So what I'm saying, too, is that top level executives do feel the pain and they hate it.
0: Yes, no doubt. And,
1: they, and that's hard for anybody to believe. Although, they, you know, they're genuine jerks. Yep, sure. Yeah, they're genuine jerks. And this, I think, we often, in my mind, because we developed quite a few women CEOs, I'm pretty generic free when I'm talking about this. Mm-hmm. Women are no better with the pain or no worse with the pain or better at feeling it. And it's not a blind spot. It's um, stealing yourself. Yeah, You tolerate the pain that you have to have, which is you know, and I think I happen to think a good CEO is uh, a nourishing parent.
0: Yes. And all of what that means in terms of mm-hmm. recognizing the pain, going to where they are. Yeah. Um, if, knowing
1: it for growth, knowing that you're, you're hate it as yeah. a parent, you hate it, which I don't want to let um, top level off the hook too, because a lot of times when the pain is created, it's because they haven't seen the pain soon enough. Now I'm talking at the strategic level. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and now everybody's in pain.
0: You know, that's, uh, before we hit the play button or the record button, we were talking about just the chaos and confusion and uh, conflict uh, and anxiety and the unknowns. I mean, there's huge uh, pain uh, in about every corner, every part of every country.
1: And the burnout from too much pain, because you you burnout is often indicated um, when you've already shut off, but you keep going. Yeah. But but you're um, <laughs> you can tell when somebody's fried, and we are fried.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think our collective threshold for taking on pain is mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. immense. Uh, and you know, just think about a physical pain in your body. A lot of times you can yeah. quit, you compensate, uh, you ultimately kind of ignore, and, and then what ends up happening? It inflames and you have no choice uh, but to uh, face it.
1: Um, yeah, and, yeah, no, I'm thinking about literally before we started, my connection broke, I had to plug it in again, and I had fallen. And I have a third grade messed up knee, you know, like it's bloody scabby and all that. And I had to kneel down to re-plug in. Now, uh, that was a big pain, but because I was, because I cared about the goal and really yeah. wanted to do this, I minimized it. You heard me squeal, mm-hmm. but I minimized it. So one thing that helps pain in an organization when, is when you can point out, here's why, here's the point, here's the point of the pain. And when that isn't there, it's infuriating. And in fact, I think we have a lot of infuriated people due to the overarching goal not being worth it or trusted. So gosh, we're in pain.
0: We're in pain. You know, I, I was thinking uh, and I'd like to get your thoughts based on your experience. I'm was, i was thinking of when I felt the greatest sense of of collective pain uh, mm-hmm. in the organization, and I—I I, I quickly come to uh, when we uh, combine all the shared services of the U.S. companies. So oh, where, yeah. where we had multiple functions for accounting, we consolidated in the one. Same thing with yeah. HR. Same thing with IT. And there were winners. Yeah. In and I I think you remember my role was to facilitate the people side of that chaos and transition. And yeah. so I advocated having meetings in each location with those people that were losing their jobs. And uh, I was terrified because I felt like I was going right into the den of pain but I was, that I calls And then... People that were being invited are like, why do I why do I have to come to this meeting every two weeks, and just hear about how pissed off everyone is and angry? And uh, what ended up happening? Nothing could be further from the truth. The fact that we came together, um, you know, it wasn't as much a pity party as so. What are we going to do about it? Um, you know, or what do and I? Need? Did you
1: do? It? Yeah. How many people were there? In that group
0: that lost their jobs, I'm going to say in Maine, uh, with with accounting and payroll, there uh, there was probably 300 400. Uh, HR uh, dissolved at 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 in Salisbury, so there's another 200. So yeah, these were big groups. Um, you know, I, I I probably the biggest takeaway. It wasn't making the pain go away but it was kind of shifting to what is the healing process and what do we need to do organizationally to facilitate it. And the healing process is I start looking forward as opposed to looking at what I'm losing. I, I feel a sense of control. Did
1: you look forward to the meetings?
0: I, I didn't at the beginning. I was terrified because, you know, I'd start out the meeting saying I don't have the answers uh, this is as much hearing where you're at. What do you need? What are we not seeing? What are we missing? Um, and I was terrified because more often than not, uh, I, I didn't have the answer. Uh, I don't think it was my role to have the answer necessarily. And then I would bring in guests, you know, so the old the, their old boss I would bring in, who, oh, by the way, survived. Um, and I had to tell them beforehand, don't try to placate or fix it.
1: Your job- Or say, is- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'd want to get. I wouldn't Stop. want to. I would, um, I wonder how much underbelly there was that you didn't know about.
0: Oh, I, I'm assuming that's true. Yeah.
1: So, and but did you, so you asked them, does this help? Or does, does, or, or is this holding your hand to the flame?
0: You know, absolutely. I mean, most of the, uh, there there was really two kind of uh, uh, focuses. What do you need to do your job? Because these people had to continue in their job until we ultimately consolidated. So the first focus was, what do you need to get through tomorrow, the next day, next week, the next couple of weeks? I need
1: to not see your face and I need some severance and get me out of here.
0: Yeah, and then the second was, um, you know, we're putting processes in place to help the solte transition. Where are we falling short of the mark? Um, uh, you know, where isn't it happening? And then, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think everyone's response to pain is very individual and personal. Uh, in addition to these large group meetings, I always had the next day where I had a half hour, you know, come and talk to Bob Stapleton. Yeah, I was the senior VP of transition. How's that for a title? But come into my. And did
1: anybody say? Did anybody you know sort of tell you off? Uh, I can feel myself wanting to. I can feel myself doing it because I wanted to protect my job and get my severance, but I can feel myself wanting to go. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I almost. I almost wonder about having that group or somehow point their point person yeah. who's in it with them to be partner with you rather than having you uh, I, that, and that this uh-huh. is a personal view that's a structural thought.
0: Well oftentimes that emerged so uh-huh. you know if, if somebody was literally going into a tailspin uh, in terms of how they see the circumstance and the victimization, oftentimes there'd be someone else in the room without uh, invalidating that person, would say, yeah, but, or and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so they did carry uh, the, the conversation. I think part of why this process worked, we met every two weeks for essentially six months, was, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and they were well attended. So, you know, it wasn't like nobody showed up. Uh, right.
1: And they were volunteers.
0: Yeah, and the conversations became more real and real. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt empowered that if we were like if we weren't posting jobs internally or we were going outside, oh, you talked yeah. about to keep us and let us transfer. Well, what about this job? What about that job? I was uh, kind of an enforcer, saying I, we're not playing by sure. the rules. Um, yeah, you know, don't tell these people that you want them to stay and transition to a new job, and then post five jobs uh, in the uh local classified back in that time. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I don't want to stick there, but it was just one internet. Oh,
1: I think it's a great well it's an example of don't run from the pain. Don't run from it. Especially when you've caused it, which there's a tendency to wanting to and but now we're in universal pain. Yes. Period. Let's just sit with that for a minute. And I have days where it really hits me. Mm. And I'm relatively secure, relatively secure. What do we do with universal pain? Well, I mean, the, I'm a trained family therapist. You talk it, you talk it, you talk it. But there's a point where how do you get relief to build the strength to face it? Yeah. And I, I know I would have, I would ask my team, this is where I think managers have to feel free to say, this is pretty rough people. Yeah. And I need to know if you're in or out. I need to know what helps you be in. Yeah. I want you to come up with solutions for yourselves if it's like, hey, no matter what the rules say, we are all taking Tuesdays off. Yeah. We'd rather work four days a little later. Or um, what helps for us is I know a company that they, they're watching films together once a week. Yep, You know, on Zoom or on whatever. And um, there's just enter, pure take a break entertainment. Uh, and the person that's leading them said, I don't know if they're having a beer at home or not. I don't care. This is my permission to say, take a break,
0: take yeah. it
1: with them, it. because it's then it's a shared experience. I said, what do you do if somebody says, I don't want to, I want to go be with my kid? You say, go be with your kid.
0: You know, you're. It, I found myself time and time during uh, the last 18 months, where as an HR consultant, a company or the, the head of a company would say, hey, look, here's our policy, here's what happened, uh, what, what, do you think we should do about it? Or here's the circumstance, uh, here's kind of the way we've handled it in the past. And my, uh, I'll tell you, my crying call was cut people slack. You know, we're in this universal pain. People are kind of in the quagmire and, you know, if people want to work from home, as you just said, uh, cut them slack, which I know there's a practical side of, well, I've run a store. How do I do that? But, um, well,
1: I, you don't, you know, part of it is you don't say, How do I do that? You bring whatever group in whatever shape or form together and say, How do we do this? Yeah. Always back to throwing the issue or the problem or the possible solution. You know, power to the people because yes. they can come up with great innovative ideas. And I think a real issue is. Do you force people to do that? I guess yes, you do if they're in their roles. Yeah, so we're losing people that say, "I don't care." I don't. <laughs> they wait till they find out how difficult entrepreneurship is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in uh, but at I, least you're creating your own pain.
0: Yeah, I think one of the symptoms of this collective pain and organizational pain uh, and really personal pain. Is this explosion of people checking out and leaving their jobs? It's yeah. more, you know, I mean, you read it in the papers every day. Uh, to me, that's a symptom of the pain that's out there and, uh, and organization. Pain
1: that's out there and that work doesn't um, attract.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: As a way, I mean, work and love are the two most important aspects of life. Um, and I think there's a giant hiatus going on. People are just too tired. Yeah. They're really, really, really tired. I think of healthcare workers and I, I my heart breaks.
0: Yeah. I I if the two is as, as we're t- thinking and talking, the two groups that I see are educators yes. and, and healthcare uh, you yes. know, providers. Uh those people yes. in the they're they're like in the middle of the chaos they don't they can't get away from it right I'm um, treating a patient right. 20 kids in front of me or on the screen and or maybe
1: yeah we think they're on the screen
0: yeah exactly so it's I mean I, I have a friend who uh, has a daughter she teaches math in high school she's really good at it she loves it she's been doing it about five years her last days this Friday she said I'm done I am done uh, I'm
1: thinking of two educators uh, that I know that are phenomenal, and I they live nearby, so I see them often, and they've gone from activation to handle a crisis to now real bitterness, yes. real them, and a lot of comments about the dumb administration.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're the dumb parents. Yeah. You, you know, it's like mask, no mask class size no class size uh, you know uh virtual in person uh pick up uh, in the line or take the i mean they're in the middle of all of these conversations except they're not in the conversation uh about- well
1: and that's what i i said i said i said you sound really bitter and it surprises me that's not your natural orient yeah um I mean, everybody gripes a little bit about administration sure. or the puzzle palace or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's a relief And Val. I said, Has anybody pulled you together to discuss how to manage and to get a coherent response? No. Yeah. So I, oh, oh, gee, people will dive into education, dive into healthcare.
0: There. This. There. This may be too. It's not
1: team building. No. Oh heck
0: no! Uh, this may be building. too simplistic. But the, the 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 pattern that I see emerging in our conversation today is is a, one. You have to be self aware of what's happening with yourself or the organization, and then this theme of bringing people together. And not together to have the answers, but have the right conversation and have them feel.
1: Or to create answers or to create. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 To have agency.
0: That's right. So, uh, but I, not enough organizations are doing that. And thus, you got people running out the door, whether it's education, okay. healthcare, care, uh, or grocery. Do you think
1: healthcare. it's because. I, so step one. Is top leaders need to know and feel the pain. Yes. They've got to know and not do a stiff upper lip about it.
0: And go to Either it. wallow in it. Yeah. yeah. And go to it and towards it. Uh, you and I yeah. talked about the, the, uh, uh, the inclination to sit in your office when things get tough because. Yeah. <laughs> because. So what else? Oh my
1: God. Yeah. I remember pulling <laughs> leaders out of their office and you how mad they got at me. For them because they didn't want to, they didn't want to feel the pain. Yeah. And then they did, and then they find they got their act together. But boy, did they hate me for a while. Um, so, one top leaders need to be able to really acknowledge their pain, and they probably need an outside, maybe an OD or a coach, to yeah. process better, and once again, throw the possibility of solutions to the people. Yeah. Who are living with the answers you're making? Yeah, and and what I wanted to say was let them innovate, and that sounds easier. Actually, it doesn't sound easier. Yeah, say so ask people to come up your wild with your wildest idea to make the situation we're in better.
0: Yeah. And this is
1: kind of yeah. a little, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say this is kind of a very personalized, more perhaps one-on-one conversation. Uh, but to use the the metaphor of your knee and the scab, you know, everyone's <laughs> pain uh, is what people see, and then there's what is underneath. And and taking people or giving them uh, the space to go to that real hurt inside them or that pain. Uh, It's not easy work, but OD. And
1: why is it worth it? It was worth my knee. It really killed me to get down and plug in the thing again. But it was worth it. I wanted to have this conversation. Yeah. So how? the other question is, how do we make our work in this crazy time worth it? When you have so many factors. You know, I would do a even a a force field analysis of... What do you What do you want it What would you love the situation to be, and yeah. what are the things working for that and against it, and how can we get things against it gone and strengthen the things that are for it, but back to vision, while in hell, it's a kind of hell. Yeah. So boy.
0: Oof. Well, Uh we're close to time. I think we we laid out a couple of thoughts and ideas today. Uh, (laughs) I I would say, if not OD, then who? I mean, this doesn't make OD on a higher plane or better than we know you don't. But if I think about people in the pain, people that are literally, they're doing their job, they're doing three people's jobs, they're dealing with the chaos. Uh, You know, their job is to keep the business going or the organization functioning, and I think OD has a responsibility to kind of sit back and be able to say, what does this patient, the organization uh,
1: need? And uh, um, and my, uh, my adding to that is, when I did this, I remember during the acquisition, pull together people who want to talk about it and want to help solve and become uh, an OD arm or yeah. army doesn't take much. I well, that's awful to say about our own discipline, but it doesn't take too much to have one person from each department get a little bit of training on how to listen and how to respond. And then they run the meetings. Yes. Or off, fertilize. So you have an HR person running the meetings and marketing. So they can listen with fresher ears. Yeah. I, I so, always spread, spread, spread the power.
0: So I I have an ask of our listeners. Uh, I think this topic, it struck a chord, obviously, with you and I. I would love to hear how people in HROD are confronting it in their organization. What are their bright ideas? Where are they stuck? And uh, perhaps- And where
1: is their pain?
0: Yeah. And and maybe do a Facebook Live uh, conversation where people share. I think that would be uh, a, a good exercise. So- Joyce, final words, say
1: goodbye. What would you like to do? Have a good cup of coffee.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Or have a sip That's second. my pain reliever. I've got my red cup. I'm ready. I'm going to go sit.
0: And don't worry about stains. Coffee stains are like remember. They're
1: beautiful. They're, They're beautiful. I have, beautiful. have them all over my house and my pajamas and my bed.
0: <laughs> now, I love nothing more than having a white shirt on and have that coffee drop just come off the spoon and go right on my lapel or on my chest.
1: Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know what it is, it's a stain, but I love the shape of stains in general. And that's interesting one. We can take that to pain, let's stop.
0: Okay, hey, take care everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe and even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others define the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce podcast until the next time be well and be safe